Black Lives Matter. Hello and thank you for tuning back in to the Hearts Conspiracies and UFOs podcast. Jarvie here at the wheel and I am joined here today by our very own version of Cy Ferry, although he's more Cy number 18 Lovian bus. It's Simon. Alright. <laughs> I'm also joined by the only Paddy I know who doesn't support the Celtic. Say hello Paddy. Hello. And I've known this man for half of my life but I still, I still don't know how he got his nickname. It's Hammy. Evening. First of all, Simon, um, off air last week we firmed up our bet. Can you uh, remind me what it was we agreed? The bet is on um, Uche to score 15 goals in the championship. For every goal above 15, you give me an extra tenner. And for every goal below 15, I give you an extra tenner. Right, that's fine. And he needs... Because I'm going to make fucking tons of money here. He uh, needs to play. You were both sober when you made twenty-five this. games. <laughs> Aye, so he can come that starting or coming off the bench. He needs to make twenty-five appearances. And he obviously needs right? to be at Hearts. Aye, he needs to actually be at Hearts. But he can wait. Go. Sorry, there's meant to be twenty-seven games next season, isn't there? <laughs> yep, I'm just covering my bases. <laughs> <laughs> oh what? <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, he's done an electronic shake of the hands on that one. So. Oh, I did. I did. Ha- shaking hands emoji. Hearts. <laughs> right, fine. That's fine. 25 games. It's just never going to happen. But wh- whatever. Um, Hammy, Paddy, you've have uh, Well, Hammy, I think you've got a, a wager up your sleeve anyway for Paddy. Aye, I think I'm going to go in a sort of similar vein to you and Simon, but I'm going to stick... Cause, Craig Gordon's just signed. I think I'm going to go with clean sheets. How many clean sheets is Craig Gordon going to get next season? Now, Paddy, we can we can have a bit of a tussle about this, but I want to start at, I think he'll get over 10. So I'll put the benchmark at 10 clean sheets next season. Higher, higher. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'll go... I'll go over 15. Whoa! Clean sheets in half a season. This is if we play in the championship, though. If by some miracle we're in the Premier League, this bet is null and void. We are playing in the championship for sure. (laughs) So, I'll say 10. You're saying 15. So, if it goes over 15, you win. If it's under 15, I win. Yeah. How much money are you talking? 900 quid. <laughs> Let's go 15 quid. I like that. 15 quid. 15 quid, 5 1. Never let them forget. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. What happened? <laughs> oh, it was a long time ago. Didn't you worry? Robbie Nielsen got drunk. <laughs> he did. You, who was that, that? You were there, Paddy. Hammy, were you, in, were you there as well, Hospitality? No, 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 no I've got a no, season I was, ticket. I, I was there with Jolly Jambo. Oh, so you were. So you were. 
we'll speak about that we uh that strange guy in a wee bit um, sausage rolls and robbie nielsen <laughs> any funny stories from me and robbie nielsen there paddy other than he was just steaming oh he was reeking yeah what a man what a man <laughs> that's fine is he just just doing that sort of ex-hearts player everyone just buying him as many drinks as he could hold Aye, and he was happy for that to happen for him as well, so... I'm not surprised, if I'm honest with you. Listening last week, you would know that Hammy is our dedicated lawyer um, for all things legal, um, both in terms of lawsuits against the podcast and in a figural sense. Um, so, Hammy, let's just um, hand over to you first of all. Where do you even begin here? Well, you know, luckily I wasn't busy at work today because I had that much time to, to listen in. And my God, it was boring, wasn't it? Like, <laughs> the first day, uh, who was it? Mr. Gary Borland, QC, who's representing the three clubs of Dundee United, Cove and Wraith. Um, he started off and... It just it never seemed to end, and I mean he started off, and it was very evident f- from the get go that the plan was to get this moved from the court of session mm-hmm. to uh, back to the SFA for an arbitration, 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 I'm on my second can. Um, <laughs> <laughs> He went on and on and on, and he talked a lot about precedent from other cases. Um, but I think the main point that he was trying to get at was that this is, in a sense, completely a football-related matter. It's nothing to do with business sense, whereas that, that, that's sort of where hearts are coming from. We're losing a lot of money, um, and Partick, of course, as well. Um, so I'd, I'd, how, how do you feel about that? Is it, is it a completely football matter? He, he, said, he started off talking about the, the promotions. They were legally promoted. And if we were to reverse that, it's, you're taking that away from the football sense. Do you, is it a completely football matter to you guys? I, me personally, I don't think it is. For, uh, for legal reasons, it is definitely not a footballing matter. <laughs> my, my thoughts exactly I concur with that statement I did think um, I did think his main tactic was obviously to try and get it to the, the court of arbitrations where the SFA will make a ruling on it so essentially Neil Doncaster will decide if Neil Doncaster was wrong <laughs> <laughs> and also his second point was clearly time wasting he was so much time wasting and I'm, I've never been in court I've never witnessed a court case outside of like true crime outside of like true crime yeah but it seemed to me like he was going over and kind of just wanting to waste as much time as he possibly could he even seen it in the second half when he came back and he said he said he was only going to take 45 minutes maybe and they an took like an half. hour and 20 an hour and a yeah. half I. yeah I've got to agree I'd I'd thought the same earlier. I thought maybe they were trying to force uh, force the heart side of the debate out for today's proceedings. Um, but we got there in the end. Um, but yeah, in terms of the question, Hammy, I mean, uh, who, like, how can someone decide if it's a football matter or not? I mean, it's it's both, you know, promotions and relegations. It's 
the SPFL as a business making that decision. But it's football clubs, of course, it's to do with football as well. But again, for legal reasons, it's definitely not. Um, <laughs> but that, you know, what you're saying there, that, that was quite a, a big point that I think it was uh, Monaghan, Jerry Monaghan, um, he's QC on behalf of the SPFL. He, he listed a couple of articles and a couple of rules from the SFA and the SPFL um, legislation, I don't know what you want to call it, um, and he focused quite a lot on that with regards to the interpretation of the rules and that hearts were interpreting it one way, but they were interpreting it the other. Now, I feel that if you've got rules that are interpreted differently by different members of an association, it's no very good rule. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think one thing that, that came from today was that there needs to be an independent inquiry. After this, once it's all settled into the whole articles, associations, in general rules around the constitution, the way things are voted, the whole process in Scotland needs to be reviewed here. Um, and hopefully if there's one good thing to come from this, hopefully that is carried out by an independent and new body of people. You'd by think Neil Doncaster. The... Probably Neil Doncaster. <laughs> you would think that the, the clubs being represented by the SPFL would have the complete opposite take in what it settled as quickly as possible. So they know whether they can start the season in one month or whether they have to delay even longer. Because if it did go to a court of arbitrations, there's no way it would be finished by the 1st of August. And, and yeah, no, again, that's another good point because that was another very contentious part of it. And the Hearts QC started with that. He came out firing, you know, essentially explaining that the judge had asked... Um, I think it was both the other QCs, Borland and Monaghan, how long would an arbitration proceedings take? And mm-hmm. uh, Borland, I don't think he could really specifically say how long it would take. They uh, were also Monaghan, asked, they were also yeah. asked um, if, if it was to go to arbitration and it wasn't resolved before the, the start of the league, do you have a plan for if you started yeah. the league and Hearts won the court case? And they didn't. No. Yeah, that was Gary Borland. He had he had no answer to that at all. No. Yeah, they seemed quite rattled at that point, actually. Yeah. Monaghan, um, Monaghan was you obviously spoke to Neil Doncaster and that probably sitting behind him, and he was very confident that no, 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 we can get it done. Um, they've got their confidential list of panel members ready to give to the judge so that the judge can see that these people are available. Um, Again, this confidential list of people is going to stay confidential, so we would never know who was on that three-member panel. Um, And as the Hearts QC said, um, quite rightly, they've got, in the rules that they've got, they've got 14 days to select the first two, and then they can have another 14 days after that to select the third chairman, um, which would take us all the way up to August. And he quite rightly put that he's not saying that it will take that long, but he's pointing to the judge to say, look, these things can take four weeks. And they're telling you right now, now we can get it done. I, th- I think one of them, I think uh, Monaghan said he could get everyone in place by tomorrow. And yeah. oh, With their panel. Oh, come yeah. on. <laughs> Actually <laughs> not see how they, they work. Nothing yeah. works quickly in Scottish football. Mm-hmm. I suppose we should oh. explain the, the difference between the court that they're in now, the court of sessions, and the court that the court arbitrary court that the SFA will uphold. One, the court of arbitrary 
is for a football matter, so it's decided within football and it's not breaking any laws out with the agreed ones under FIFA. And the court session is the legal law in Scotland and whether the SFA stroke SPFL's actions broke the law in terms of heart, losing Hearts revenue. Yeah, you're right. And that yeah. was another point that was, was brought up, was that, why, you know, going back a wee bit as well, that to take the SPFL to court, a member club needs permission from the SPFL to do that. Now that just boggles my mind completely. What you know, I'm going to take you to court, but can I take you to court? Please. Like, <laughs> how? How is? And that was it was the Cards QC again was saying that this is a, it's, a, it's a right to be able to take you to court. We shouldn't need to ask you for permission. Yeah. One so, of the other things they were talking about, going back to time wasting, was. Um, that they were putting the blame completely on Hearts and Partick um, for this going to court so late and how <laughs> um, the arbitration is now going to be, um, you know, having to be fast-paced. That's Hearts and, that's, that's Hearts and Partick's fault. They waited too, too long. Yeah, we, we definitely shouldn't have tried to find a solution that suited everyone. We should have just went straight to, straight to courts. Well, imagine having every team promoted and nobody getting relegated. Imagine there was like a situation like that. Yeah, that would make sense. Thankfully, thankfully, it was actually the judge that brought it up about reconstruction. He like uh, he hit the bullseye. He just took the guy right off his canter and was like, "Was there not reconstruction?" To oh, ah, oh, yes, there was. Yeah, yeah, yeah about, like... about that, my lord. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to mention that. But, um, it does feel quite uncomfortable and quite quite odd when these obviously like extremely intelligent men are making all these arguments and then they're like, my lord. <laughs> the tribe, my lord. <laughs> and referring to the, the other lawyers as my friend. Is that oh, what my learned Harry friend? Yeah. What was it, Harry? My, 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 my learned colleague. Friend. <laughs> yeah. All of the nonsense. It's all very well, Rangers, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Whilst also telling, like, my learned friend, um, he's wrong. <laughs> right, yeah, right, you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what was some of the terminology they used? Um, they, he was absolutely fuming in, the, in the, one of the, the big monologues in the first section because he said that something in the defence was probable. Oh, yes. yeah. He said it was likely. Yeah, he said it was likely instead of probable. <laughs> Absolutely fuming. <laughs> Going off his rocker. Guy didn't have a thesaurus handy and he's getting absolutely <laughs> hammered for it. But this just shows you, whenever you see these TV shows depicting lawyers like having a great time and taking people down in court, <laughs> actually being a lawyer is having to read hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of transcripts and court mm -hmm. journals just to find like the littlest, littlest indiscretion that you can play upon and pick strings and stuff. It looks so boring. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, and uh, what I would say is that, listen, I, I'm not a smart man, but reading articles of association is actually a part of my job. But thankfully, those documents are all saved in PDFs and you can do a word search. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a little inside scoop for you. Not too bad. And plus, they'll have about 17 associates behind them um, doing the searches for them. So I wouldn't feel too sorry for these boys. 
I suppose, yeah. <laughs> Hammy, I'm sorry if you were about to touch on this. Is it worth summarising? Um, it, it came out that there was an offer um, on Friday past. That, yeah, no, that, that proper uh, caught me off guard. Apparently the, the SPFL sent an offer on Friday to Hearts and Partick, offering them the chance to go to Aber... Oh, I can't see it. Arbor of Smokies, Hammy. Arbor of Smokies. Arbitration, sorry. I'll get That's it by the end of this. Um, <laughs> it's like all over again. <laughs> oh, that, was, that burned in the fire. That's sad. That. Um, yeah, so apparently, and I don't know, to me that sounds a bit like they've noticed something or they've seen something they went, right, come on, let's just send it out. Why was this not sent out you know, after reconstruction failed before. Yeah, their, their actions, their actions don't don't give me the impression that the SPFL are very confident in what they're doing. And I think also this is proven by when they sent the letters to all the clubs asking them to join in with um, yeah. the SPFL. I think That's what right. that says to me is essentially, if you join in when we lose this battle, you can't then sue us for losing you money. Hmm. I think was that's what that does. That's a very good point. I mean, apparently the the SPFL, in, in terms of actual cash money in the bank, they only sit with a reserve of around £800,000. So say Hearts were, you know, were awarded £8 million. That's obviously quite unrealistic. £10 million. £10 million from Paddy's prediction last week. Um, this money... I'm not sure where the majority of it would come from, but I, I read... That thirty percent of the money would actually come from the club's bonuses for next season. Well, good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not like they voted against it. It's not like they saw this was going to court. Well, to be honest, it's, I've seen some reasons that the reason that they didn't vote for the reconstruction, where everyone sort of benefited, was the fact that next season you had to split your bonus fourteen ways instead of twelve. <laughs> yeah. Give us all um, the bonuses. Is that hopefully it comes to that, Paddy. Hopefully it comes to that. Just a just a quick note on one of those teams that voted against the, the reconstruction proposal. J- Dundee's John Nelms this week, um crying for help as um Dundee fans a lack of Dundee fans has uh, made requests for season tickets. Um was it only 10% of season ticket sales from what they expected? So, yeah, good luck to Dundee. No sympathy will, here. We'll all get our violins out for them. <laughs> yes, what a shame. Um, but sorry, Hammy, but back to you. Where do, we, where do we go from here then? Or what's, the, what's next here? So, because um, Mr. Borland took so long in his open dialogue, the, you know, the case was actually only penciled in for two hours. Um, I think he took no way. Over that in his first bit. So well, it went um, 11 to 4 today. They, I, they know exactly what they're doing. And l- l- all he did was effectively repeat himself a lot. He, he talked yeah. a lot about precedent, which you need to do to build your case, which is fair enough. But it, it, did, it really did go. I had to turn it off at one point because it was just, I was like, this is... It's going nowhere. I mean, I didn't enjoy it at the best of times, and that would just it made me cry. But it did sound which, like a lot of the game was played at the corner flag. 
Yeah. <laughs> 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 a, it was ah, it was cagey, cagey opening. Eh? They they were trying to feel each other out. Yeah. So it's it's going into tomorrow, two o'clock tomorrow. Um, I don't know if the podcast will be out by then, so we might have. Actually, we won't have a decision tomorrow. I don't believe the judge said at the start that he would need time to reflect, which was very cute. Yeah. Um, it may be a few hours, it may be overnight, so I don't believe we'll get a decision until Friday. Um, Hearts QC uh, David Thompson is st- he's only done his opening summary, um, which a lot of it was you know, fighting against what had just been said. He's still got the main meat of his um, session tomorrow to outline exactly what Hearts are proposing um, and why his, they want this. Is this is his OJ's glove moment. Aye. This is, this is, this is going to make or break it. <laughs> Shamefully enough, Mr. Borland has already said he wants another 40 minutes, which means it'll be about another yeah. hour, hour and a half. The other boy is quite happy to be, as he put it, guillotined if time is not there. The, yeah, only, the courts are only in session, 11 till 4. Turns out I probably should have done better at uni and kept on with being a lawyer. Bad timers. Um, you know, fair play. Um, so it, it'll finish it for the judge. Again, he did say, though, that he is available Friday. So if it does, once again... I ain't got over. no plans. <laughs> if you ain't busy, I ain't got no plans. <laughs> so he's free. So the, ju- the judge is busy tomorrow morning. That's why it's not happening at ten tomorrow. I couldn't believe that. What else did he schedule for the day after this case? He's uh, yeah, he's got far too much on. Um, where were they? I lost my- None of us wanted to touch that. None of us wanted to touch that. <laughs> <laughs> so. Tomorrow will be the, the final sort of, I guess you could sort of call it final statements. Um, I'll probably try and listen in again to that just to mm-hmm. see how hearts are are fighting. Um, I think they've still got a lot to to say. There's, like I say, there's a lot of holes in, in that. Uh, the whole blaming hearts and, you know, why didn't they raise it in April? And, you know, there's there's good reason for that. There's a lot to be said to for that. Yeah. And actually, and after all that, the judge will obviously reflect. He'll make his decision, and then we'll find out. I personally, I think it's about fifty-fifty. Um, I think it's so difficult to say, isn't it? You know, they're, they're, if they if they don't feel that it's really relevant to them, they'll just kick it back to the SFA. Um, yeah. You know, at the end, of it, it's, it's public money, and well, no, it's no, we're paying for it. Isn't it? No, James Anderson's paying for it. We're not paying for it. Um, <laughs> So we, let's say, I think it is 50-50. I think the Hearts QC guy did do well. Um, and he'd, like I say, he's got, he's got a good half time now for a team talk and he'll go in fresh tomorrow. Um, so does um, the Hearts open tomorrow? Yeah, they'll yes. start with Hearts. He'll finish off and then it's going back to Borland. And then if they have time, Monaghan will maybe chuck his, his last roll of the dice in. But I think it would be a good opportunity for us to do what happened to us today, which is to make that hour stretch out a bit, give them a wee bit less time. They, they everybody wants yeah. it done as quickly as possible. They said that today, so I, I would be surprised if it rolls over into Friday again. But what the um, there was a bit of a bit of a takeaway, and I thought it was a bit cheeky for for Monaghan. 
um, where he outlined the repercussions of um, taking the SPFL to court without the SPFL's permission, which a fine up to £1 million or suspension or expulsion from the yeah, association. It's a horrible threat today. Yeah, and he, he, he made it quite sinisterly as well, I felt. Um, he, he actually used the words, that would be game over. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I, I, I just think that's a bit sketchy. Yeah. A bit, you know, the, this the is... audacity, the audacity for them <laughs> to threaten that, considering that they are... The reason we're here is because they've had absolutely no sporting integrity here. That would be appalling if it came to that. If they if they seriously looked to challenge, take that further, it would be disgusting. I don't think they could do. I don't think they would get away with that. Take it to court. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll hopefully we'll see a bit of more of an outline of why this is not just a football issue tomorrow, and it will be yeah. about you know the vote. Um, you know, this is, you know, they can chuck as much precedent as they can, but we've never stopped the league because of a global pandemic. Mm-hmm. A lot of the time they were they were pulling up um, English law as well, which can, obviously they can cross that border, but to a certain extent, they brought up the Fulham case where Fulham took the Premier League to court and it got chucked out. And the, the harsh QC just said, nah, I don't think that was the right decision. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. he's, uh, he's going for it. So I think that'll be Hart's case tomorrow. It'll be, this isn't a football trial. This is a law. This The law, you know, civil law has been broken here. Yeah, that was the, the main factor to separate this from being a footballing matter, get it formally ruled on as a, a kind of business decision. Um, but yeah, obviously the Hart's QC will work towards the model. Hammy, just... Um, just to try and explain to me like I'm seven, um, what's the what's the actual outcomes here? I mean, what happens, say, if Hearts win in court? So, again, this is more of a, a review. They would call it sort of an informal hearing. Um, so they don't wear the goons and all that, the wigs and all that. It's all just like the judges rock Tracky bottoms. And that. <laughs> I, like... I think the hardest Ranger QC just stops. for that vest on. <laughs> 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 no shirts, no ties. It's all it's like it's a hearing to decide if this moves forward to the court of session. Uh, and that's when you'll have your evidence, your witnesses, your your the full shebang. And that's I think that's when it could get even worse for the SPFL if we start pulling in, you know, people who are under oath to give evidence. Yeah, they'll have to actually yeah. actually have to hand over all their um, documents, documents well. and all that and and uh, you know so that's probably why there's a big push to keep it in house because you know, they can do what they yeah. want it's their you know it's their house yeah <laughs> so <laughs> it's either going to be that or it's or it will get chucked back to the court of arbit- arbitration there you go and that's conducted by a three member panel from the SFA I think each side picks one person and the two people then pick a chairman Again, from this confidential list of, um, I think it's former, I'm sure they mentioned senators, but I don't think that's a thing, but senators and old judges yeah. and things. And Re- retired, he worded it, yeah. Retired ah. sheriffs and judges. Jim Jeffries. Um, <laughs> I wish. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll then rule on it, and I would bet you all a good shiny dollar that we would not win that. Nah. It's a shiny nickel. 
Okay. So we'll hopefully find that out. It could be tomorrow. I doubt it. But I reckon it'll be Friday. Yep. And remember, the fixture list is out on Monday, so they need to get this <laughs> as quickly as possible. Yeah, they, they really need this wrapped up ASAP. Aye. Absolutely. Well, that was very interesting. Hammy, thank you very much. I'll tell you what, for a man that's only studied law, uh, one module at university, you've got some knowledge on you. Thank you for that. <laughs> um, that I think we'll, we'll no doubt be speaking a bit more about on court next week. Um, but we'll wrap it up there. Um, we'll now leave the courthouse. We'll get, in, get inside the UFO because it's time to speak about those unsolicited foreign offers. Yes, here we are, hovering above the EH11 area, scanning around for all the best transfer rumours and keeping our eyes peeled for any unsolicited foreign offers. First of all, since the last podcast, Craig Gordon has signed for Hearts, um, which is good news to most, not so good news to some. Um, let's start with you, Simon. Are you happy Craig Gordon is over the line? Yeah, uh, fills a hole. Not only that, he probably comes in as now one of our best players. Yeah, um, so so it's it's really good, and it was a problem area. It's been a problem area. McLaughlin was good, but apart from that, it's it's been a it's been a good while since we've had a long term consistent goalkeeper. Yeah, it's been a, a turbulent turbulent couple of years to say the least. Problem area since he left. Well, Stevie Banks, I suppose, but <laughs> nah, Marion Kello. Oh, uh, Kello was good. I'm a, I'm a Jack Hamilton man. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> Distribution of a donkey. What, Craig Gordon? Uh, I was going to say, well, <laughs> one of Gordon's weak points. But he has been saying this week, but under Brendan Rodgers, he's, uh, he's pretty much had had the kicking game kind of driven into him. Um, so a lot of people are saying, if anything, we're actually getting, if it's possible, an even better version of Craig Gordon than last thing. Um, Paddy. With Craig Gordon's age, was he 37 now? Yeah. Um, keeping in mind, I mean, keepers can go on. There's Gigi Buffon signed this week. Uh, a new deal with Juventus that'll keep him, yeah, keep him past his 43rd birthday there. Do you think he's um, he's past it, Paddy, or is he still going to give us two fantastic years for Hearts? Nah, he's not past it. We'll we'll get we'll get good years out of him. I think that I think we'll get more than two as well. I think he might sign an extension and then become a coach. So. Yeah, fingers crossed. That would certainly fit the model. He sees that he's an abs- he's a top professional. You know, he's a good role model. And when we spoke about Harry Stone a bit last week, you know, if if he's um, if Gordon's there to kind of almost be a role model um, to Harry Harry Stone, um, you know, it can only be a good thing. Um, Hammy, an interesting one for you. Uh, one of the reasons Craig Gordon said he's coming back to Hearts is that he's planning on making his way back into the Scotland squad. Um, I guess two things, really. Do you, do you think, well, I guess, first of all, if we're in the Championship next season, hopefully we're not, um, could he get into the Scotland squad playing in that division? And do you, do you, do you think he still has the ability to make it into the squad? Um, that's a tough one. I think, you know, playing in the, the Championship is... I mean, I was at the Scotland game when, um, who was it? I think it was Ian Black. 
he got called up for Scotland against uh, Canada or the US. I can't remember. It was Easter Road, yeah. and he got booed. Um, <laughs> I think it was him, Black. I might be wrong though. I can't remember. So it was somebody had signed for Rangers, and he came so on. The the would have been the Barry Volts either. No, 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 no. It was um, uh, he who shall not be named, Mr. Levine, who was in charge of Scotland. Uh, okay. Is that not um, against Qatar or something like that? I can't, I can't remember, but he, I just remember he was playing in the third tier, I think, and he got booed on. So, Hammy, let me get this straight. In this story, you can't remember what teams were playing <laughs> or what player was coming on, but you just remember <laughs> that a player got booed at a football match one time. <laughs> Might have been Ian Black. <laughs> uh, Scotland were definitely playing. <laughs> I think I think we were playing Australia Easter Road. Was it Australia? I can't remember. Back to the point though. Um playing in the championship, it's always got that sort of stigma against it. I mean, you're not playing against top teams every week. Um so yeah, it's tough and I, I know they'll still have um McLaughlin now at Rangers. Will he be the first team keeper is Shagger still at Rangers? Is... Yeah, Shagger's still there. I reckon McGregor's first team keeper for them. Right, so, so do yeah. I. I think McLaughlin's going to be lucky to force his way past McGregor, at least for this season anyway. And I mean, you've still got David Marshall, who's playing at a really good level. Um, He's been linked to Celtic this week, David Marshall. I think, you know, personally, Craig Gordon is, is a top-class goalkeeper. He is, and, you know, Scotland goalkeepers are... At the moment, they're 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 good. Um, they've been better. Um, could he get into the first team squad? I'm not too sure. Could he get into the squad though? Mm-hmm. I probably. Um, you know, if, if he's playing week in week out, I don't see why not. But you you you'll always have that stigma um, of him playing in the championship. He's playing lesser teams. He's not getting challenged. He's and things like that. So it'll be yeah. interesting to see. He'll he'll certainly be Hearts number one. There's no question about that. We've not got yeah. anything else there. So, um, but yeah, pushing it in that Scotland squad could be a bit of a challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, Simon, just just on John McLaughlin, um, do you feel say Hearts had finished finished eleventh? Say we we somehow managed to win a game away from home and won that game in in Paisley. Um, could you have seen McLaughlin coming back to Hearts, or do you think he'd be looking for this kind of step up now in his career? I think Gordon was coming back either way, so I don't think Hearts would have been looking at John McLaughlin. Yeah, that's a good point. I'm not sure if you've heard um, Craig Levine done, I think it was his third podcast now, or is it his fourth actually, on Sports Sound. Uh, Sports, uh, Sports Sound. Um, and even he was saying he's hoped to bring in Gordon on loan back in January, which is quite interesting. Yeah. Um, the deal didn't materialise, Celtic couldn't get another keeper in, um, so they just had to play the waiting game. I think it's always been been the plan for a while now um, but yeah I'm personally delighted I've got, I think I was a wee bit not sceptical I was just a bit uh, about it until the deal was over the line but I think now he's here I think I'm delighted it was the little two minute highlight video Hearts put up on Twitter and you go oh, you, see, you, you know what's going to happen and you still expect them to go in that uh, triple save against the Prague it's for Prague yeah. and the uh, oh yeah, I was there. I was in Murrayfield, and it was just—it was incredible seeing that. Um, me and me and Jarvey were were a lot of those games with his dad as well. Yeah, well, can you, I remember when there was a patch? It must have been the season leading up to sale, Simon, and we were at quite a few games, 
and they were the they were the worst games. It always seemed to just be nil nil. <laughs> yeah. Patrick, in my 10. head, Patrick Kisnorbo always got sent off, but I don't know if he ever actually <laughs> did. <laughs> yeah. Need to check. But like we, all from all these memories, all these games were nil nil, and we could have easily been beat every time if it wasn't for Craig Gordon. <laughs> yeah, Aye. literally like a brick wall. So Aye. yeah, if he gets anywhere near that form, but it's gonna be, hopefully it'll be a breeze for him in the championship, but. Like, That's what you've got to think about as well. You know, he's he's not he's not going to be playing. Maybe the last time we were in a championship, with, you know, Hibs and Rangers in there, yeah. they're really challenging. Whereas, you know, they're not Rangers going this time. <laughs> 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 um, so I I think he'll I think he'll do well. And like you said, with Harry still in there as well, he'll he'll certainly push him on. I think he'll there'll be a coaching role at the end of it as well. I think that's a a wee sweetener to get over the line. Aye. You know what? I always like Craig Gordon because. He was running down his contract. He was going here, there, and everywhere, and he decided to sign an extension, probably on extortionate money with Romanov. But he got yeah. sold for nine million. He's a good lad. Yeah. It's too many yeah. players nowadays are running down a contract and leaving. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Good, good hearts, man. Good Edinburgh boy, and a, a genuine heart supporter. Brilliant to have him back. Um, Moving on from talking about goalies, let's have a look at other rumours or kind of names that have came up this week, which have been quite interesting. Um, Andy Halliday done a podcast with uh, Cy Ferry on Open Goal, and he was that sound that there's been a large number of Hearts fans um, wanting Andy Halliday to the club. Um, just to throw some other names in the mix here, Demi Mitchell has been released by Man United. Good on the wing, not so good at left back when he was at Hearts. Uh, Prince Boabin has become a free agent or could have been a free agent for a long time, but not quite sure. Um, he could come back for championship jollies. So just to Simon, just to ask you generally, any of those names tickle you pink? Nah, none of them. None. <laughs> none at all. Um, Dimitri Mitchell will be wanting far too much money more than he's worth. He thinks he's bigger than the club. Wouldn't even look at Prince Babin, couldn't even get in an average yeah. Falkirk team. And uh, I don't even know who else you said, but... Andy Halliday, the most controversial. Oh, Andy Halliday. Um, listen, if he's if he's not wanting too much money, it's a position we do need a player in. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't hate it, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't really, I wouldn't really be bothered. I think we could get better for, um, for the money he'd be wanting. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see how much he's looking for. Absolutely. You didn't um, mention, mention Edison Cavani. <laughs> <laughs> what age is Ed- Edison Cavani now? 33. Still got legs all? on him. Aye. Could do a job for us. <laughs> uh, Pacey Winger, the narrow pitch of Tynecastle. See who likes that. <laughs> um, what, do, what do you think, Paddy? What would you say about Andy Halliday or the other names coming coming back to Hearts or coming to Hearts? Well, I know one person in this uh, podcast that definitely doesn't want Andy Halliday anywhere near we'll, Tynecastle. We'll come to him, saving the best till last. <laughs> but I also happen to be in agreement with him that I want him nowhere near the club. I'm not interested in any of those free agents. Demi Mitchell can find somewhere else. Fair enough, fair enough. So, Hammy, Andy Halliday's number one fan. <laughs> What's your thoughts? Uh, no. Um, just no. There's a, there's a very famous song. It says, Andy Halliday, you could have won the cup, but you fucked it up. I'm 
pretty much put. It is just Hib- giving her, um, Hibs fans ammo. Yeah. Mm. It's uh, it's not for me. Is he, is he a left back, left midfielder, left sided player? Pretty much. Well, he's a bit of a utility player. man, isn't he? Yeah. He's a bit of a bit of an Edgar Jonsson. Find him. A, what a player. He's a free a agent player. as well, by the really? way. Uh, <laughs> I take him <come> back. <laughs> He's flown around somewhere. I've seen his name floating about Twitter this week. No. I, th- I, th- <laughs> I think what Simon <laughs> says one. is right, though. You know, Andy Halliday's been at Rangers. He's probably on a decent wedge. Mm-hmm. Is he going to want to drop to the championship? Yeah, I don't know. You never know. What was his last club? Gabala or something? Um, on loan, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think I think we can do better um, and I just don't like him I've not watched his interview with Cy Ferry yet I'll maybe change my tune but I bet, bet you do it. honestly like, I, I cannot un- <laughs> I can guarantee you that he won't how sound he was <laughs> uh, you mentioned um, Demi Mitchell uh, again his first season at Hearts I really liked him six months he looked really good second season he just Marked did look like he couldn't be bothered yeah. Um, who's the other one? Sorry. Uh, Prince Barbin. No. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just let that. Let's just let him retire in grace. He's having a nice time. <laughs> we, we don't need that. Um, exactly. Somebody you, you didn't mention. I think. I think it's. It might be breaking news. Um, apparently, Hearts are interested in Jake Hasty. I was lo- oh, on loan? That's so funny. I was just about to bring Jake Hasty up and oh, say really? I would love to see a player like Jake Hasty come to Hearts, but I had not seen any transfer links. So that is music to my ears, Hammy. Yeah. Who's that again? It's Herald Scotland. Jake Hasty. Was... On you go, Hammy. Sorry. He was. I think he was at Motherwell. Yeah. Um, and he signed for Rangers. Oh, I aye. think Motherwell have been linked with loaning him back, but. I think Hearts have uh, chucked their hat in the ring as well. So, yeah, I'd take. I was, uh, we'll, them, we'll go to Rangers. Yeah. We'll give give you a wedge of that ten mil that we're about to win. <laughs> Five pound of it. Yeah, <laughs> I was a, a huge admirer of Jake Hastings when he was at Motherwell. He's a a big big athletic guy playing on the wing. He plays right wing, but he's left footed, and every goal is just a replica cutting inside at unbelievable pace and scoring absolute screamers. So you think sure he's Iron Robin? He is very similar to, <laughs> to Robin, <laughs> yeah. Um, have you seen, he's signed for a, he's went back to his boy, boyhood club. Right, he's he's out of yeah. Came out of retirement. He said he was inspired by the um, uh, Michael Jordan documentary on Netflix, The Last Dance. Paycheck that he's about to get. <laughs> and the paycheck. <laughs> I don't think they're a very rich club. Um, yeah. Inspired by the last dance, what a fantastic show that was! Um, but yeah, if, if Jake Casey comes to the Hearts, that is exactly the type of player uh, we could do with. So we shall see. Um, moving on from kind of the football transfers, let's have a look at the other vacancy at the club um, for the director of football role, which seems to. Have, I'm not sure. You know, we can only go by what's going to have been reported, but it certainly seems to be a three-horse race at this stage. Um, just to, to sh- go through the poll, just to show you how close they would, this would be for what the fans are wanting, we've done a poll on Twitter this week, which is at hearts underscore podcast. Um, a poll which received 200 votes, which is about 2% of our listening audi- audience. Um, so out of 200 votes, you've got Davy Weir, 
Jim Jeffries, 32%, and Takas Fisias, 40% off of That's interesting. Who? Who? Fisias. Or Fisas. Fisas. Oh, Fisas, sorry. It's like, it's like, <laughs> uh, Arbroff Smokies all over again. <laughs> You've been um, cans as well. <laughs> not tonight, actually. But it was, it was so close, I think, at 150 volts, it was, it was literally a tie or as close as it could be, 33% apiece. Um, so yeah, it's, I think the fans would be happy to see anyone come in for different reasons, really. Um, just, just in brief, Simon, who would your favourite be there and, and why? Um, I think probably Davy Weir, um, but I would still, I'd still want Jim Jeffries around the club, just not as a director of football. But Davy Weir seems to be hyped. There seems to be a lot of good chat about him and his abilities. Yeah. He's obviously an intelligent man. He's a Hearts man as well. At least we forget. <laughs> so, OG Hearts man, well, OG yeah. Falkirk man, but yeah, I but. Nobody he always had that. hearts in his heart. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so Davey Weir for Simon. Paddy, who would your preference be out of those three? <clears throat> uh, Davey Weir. I th- I, yeah, I like Simon. I'd like Jim Jeffries around the club, but he's he's earned his retirement, so leave yeah. him be. Wait. Yeah, Jim Jeffries is still working just now, albeit a kind of part-time role. Director he's at uh, Edinburgh. Edinburgh yeah. City, yeah. Um, he's done a, He's been there for a good few years. He's kind of built, helped build their squad and bring them into the leagues, into the prof, well, professional leagues, the, the lower leagues anyway, on a part-time basis. But so he's working away. Um, Hammy, any preference from those three yourself? Uh, well, I went on and I voted for Takis Fisas. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I think Fisas, it, no. F- no. <laughs> certainly Fisas for me. Um, I think, like, as the voting sort of shows, it is very tight. Both three, both, I would take all three in a, in a second. Um, mm-hmm. um, but, yeah, no, I think my preference would be Fisas. I think he's, he, we've seen him when he played for Hearts. He's such an intelligent football player. He's got a big pedigree behind him. Um, it, it'll just be interesting to have someone in the director of football role who's not just been at Hearts the whole aye. time. Yeah. So someone has fresh all- ideas. <laughs> Yeah, somebody with connections. Mm-hmm. Aye, you can imagine he's probably quite well linked. Um, as I mean, to a certain extent, David Wee and Jim Jeffries are, but right. to a, I think, on a more global sort of stage, Tax Visas is he's been there, he's done a lot, he's he's won a, a lot, I think. Well, he won the European Championship with Greece, yeah. Um, so uh, my preference would be Tax Visas. Can't argue with that either. Yeah, I think that's. I think the poll even shows that. You know, I think probably between the two, and most people would agree with you, Simon. They'd love to see Jim Jeffries at the at the club, maybe in another role. Um, but yeah, I think either way, you'd have to be happy between the two. Um, just to touch on what seems like news from a lifetime ago now, the um, the papers reporting last week for the, the other vacancy at the club for the chief executive position that Leanne Dempster could be moving to Hearts. Um, Hammy, I know you've uh, you've met Leanne Dempster before. Um, what's your thoughts on that and can you give us some background on what she's like? Absolutely no chance. Like, <laughs> genuinely no chance. She's, um, you're right, I've, I have met, I've met her a couple of times and She's she's very much a Hibs fan. She, you know, well, I met her to collect tickets of her, actually. Um, she very kindly 
um, gave me and my dad a couple of briefs for the Hearts end for the Derby at the start of the season. And uh, just as I was um, shaking a hand and saying hello and, and about to leave, she um, pulled me in and says, I hope you have a shite night. I was like, all right, okay. <laughs> and, um, you know, the other time it's, you know, she was, uh, it was the 3-1 game, the Hearts won. She was, she was absolutely gutted. Yeah, sitting yeah. there just absolutely gutted. So when I seen her linked to the Hearts, I was like, no, it's, that's just paper talk. That's just absolute crap. I think she's, she's done a good job. And uh, if I'm honest with you, I probably wouldn't say no. I think she's got a good football on brain. She's done really well at Motherwell before she moved to Hibs. So uh-huh. I think we do need somebody in that role that, you know, the chief exec role that, that knows football. For all of Anne's plaudits, she's a great businesswoman. I think she does lack a bit of that in the football and sense. And she's been guided by Craig Levine quite a bit, which is not a good thing. No, it's not. No, it hasn't been. No, look yeah. at us now. Yeah, another, another name, it's really early days and, you know, it's, it's not exactly the type of thing where you see kind of household names floating around, but this chap, uh, Adrian Bevington, um, being linked with the club, could, could see that happening if he's interested. He's, he was the managing director of the English FA for five years. Um, you know, that's, that's quite a calibre of a guy, or so you would hope. So, yeah, you never know. You never know. At least we're sort of, you know, in the market for somebody that's got that pedigree yeah um okay just moving on to the the last kind of pieces around transfers for the week then this week we saw the debut of 15 year old wonder kid for mallorca hailed as the next mexican messi mallorca Hmm. (laughs) not mallorca um (laughs) young boy's name is luca romero um He's got some hair, by the way. If you haven't seen this boy, go and have a look at his, his, uh, his debut online. Um, can you tell me... Sorry, so he's broke the record for the youngest player to ever play in the Spanish top flight. But can you tell me who the youngest player to ever feature for Hearts was? I believe it's um, Scott Robinson. That's right. Yeah. Well done. Good shot. Um, and on that topic, Aaron Hickey broke the record for the youngest... Uh, Scottish Cup final player last year in the game against Celtic. Can you tell me whose record he beat? Jermaine Defoe. <laughs> uh, I'll give you a clue. 2008 and for Rangers. Chris Buck. No, you're close, Paddy. I think. Um, it was John <laughs> Fleck. John Fleck. What? Both, both came through Rangers, both have ginger hair. <laughs> Close stereotype. One of them staring up the Premiership now, though. And the other one's John Fleck. <laughs> Chris Burke's still doing a brilliant job here, a good season. He's phenomenal. He I absolutely that. rinsed us that time when we were beating us 3 0. He that was some game, unfortunately for us. Um, okay, well, I think it's time to, to pack this UFO. Um, I think we've kind of ran out of transfer rumours for now and uh, let's go over to Hammy for Out of Context Jambles Kickback So this week on Jambles Kickback I went trawling through the threads and obviously a lot of it was about uh, Robbie Nielsen signing uh, Craig Gordon signing 
and uh, the upcoming court case, but I stumbled across a cracking thread about um, getting Hearts out of the Scottish League. We, uh, apparently, fans don't want to play in the Scottish League anymore. This was summed up um, quite well by one poster um, who said, short-sighted, Scottish football is a cancerous cesspit of scum and villainy. We'd be ecstatic <laughs> if we could get the F out of it. So, uh, pretty heavy, but you know. Um, like, I'm angry at Scottish football, but that is another level of angry. <laughs> I mean, there you go. Mitch, though, replied saying, Stop moaning and never give in to the idiots. Hearts don't do running away. It was a bit, bit, bit Rangers for me, it's but you know, quite I, I agree with the sentiment. Although, to be um, fair, Leith, Leith's, um, Leith's motto, persevere. It's very, very, very close to no surrender. <laughs> Persevere, that is very dangerous. It is, isn't it? I've got that tattooed on my arm, man. Um, <laughs> Did you say that? <laughs> bam, bam, Austin McCann says, travelling down to absolute hovels for 90 minutes of hoofball in front of 2,000. There's been some weird feds on here, but it's number one for me. And I, I get in a one Well, what do we do now? That. What do we do now in the Scottish Premier League? We travel to tiny wee towns. Travel to up to bloody Dingwall. <laughs> to watch hoofball. Um, <laughs> Willie Wallace replied, though, he said, exactly. I know lockdown is taking Willie Wallace during these trying times, but playing in the lower reaches of the English League is never going to happen. What do you think is, who do you think is going to play for Hearts in these games, apart from Demur? We have been a proud <laughs> member of the Scottish football for over 140 years, and this is where we belong. Very, very vocal on that. Very Jambo Fox said, uh, Hearts and the Gorgie boys are crossing the border, coming to an EFL stadium near you. Brave Hearts, never say never. <laughs> and then we escalated it a bit. Assessor says, always thought the Atlantic League would be more likely route of, out of the SPFL. Oh, God. A fair run league from, say, Brussels. TV contract would be massive. Easy flights to the countries in the setup. I think he's maybe misjudged that a little bit, but. That's, um, that's the, is, is the Atlantic League, would that not be like a league with the North America? Aye. New so, York. Yeah. You know, instead of trips to Paisley, trips to New York. <laughs> <laughs> oh, aye. Easy flights to. <laughs> Absolute Tory behaviour that. Nah, no bother. Just jump on a flight. Get some <laughs> COVID on the way back as well. No. Mitch came in though, again, once again, my man, he says, so nobody likes us, so what do we care? Time for hearts to put our team and our people first. If we stop signing hoodies, we might even start winning trophies. Again, nail on the head from Mitch, I think. <laughs> It is getting very We Are The People on Jambo's kickback. <laughs> <laughs> and this well, is how it goes. Sounds very, uh, a What's the Rangers podcast? Heart, heart over hand? Heart and hand? That's the big Harp and Castle. Half and Castle. That's not a hips one. That's a hips pub. <laughs> this is all getting very confusing. <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, that's the, the update from Jambo's kickback today. It's um, leaving the Scottish leagues. I, uh, I certainly, it wouldn't be my preference. I think, you know, travelling, let's like say, travelling down to Plymouth on a Tuesday night. Come on now. You'd be leaving on a Wednesday morning. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> It meant like take you a week to get there. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hammy, if you're say say you've got an away game, away game at Torquay, um, down in Cornwall. At what point, if the coach picture yourself and the coach going down past Newcastle, over the border, past Newcastle, down to York, at what point of your journey would you start drinking? Leaving Edinburgh. Ah, uh, before we get on the bus, I think. <laughs> a couple of cans of dragon soup. Keep me going. And that's why you're my mates. <laughs> thank you. Okay, well, thank you very much for that, Hammy. After last week's uh, first episode, uh, Jolly Jambo was inundated with offers to join other podcasts um, for significant amounts of money. But thankfully, he's a loyal man and he's decided to stick around. And we should have Jolly on the line now. Hello, Jolly. Are you there? All right, Jervie. How's it going? I'm not too bad. How are you doing, Jolly? I do know do know Can't complain. Good stuff. Now, what have you been up to, Jolly? You been up to much? No much, no much. Uh, I was supposed to be in Mallorca with the wife and kids this week, but well, for obvious reasons, I've had to trade my tequila sunshines for hot mugs of Bovril. <laughs> Christ, bloody miserable here. Rain in Spain stays mainly in the plane. Well, that's no good if the plane's still sitting in my airport. <laughs> that's very true, Jolly. Have you, have you been keeping yourself busy, though? Aye, 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 so and so, aye. Been nice to see some things open up again, you know. You know, a place that's close to some of our hearts, uh, Gorgi Firm, they're back open now. You know, one small step for man, one giant leap for the Gorgi community. But I'll be honest with you, Jarvie, I've, I've been in the baker's most days, and you know, I've got a soft spot for the pastry covered delicacies. But you know, I've had to cut back, you know, getting out of hand, waking up with sweats, oils, having mad dreams about getting. Chased along Princess Street in my pants, but I saw the drill with a hair now on. You know? <laughs> no good, no good. So, aye, well, that's me. When the meal deals now, when the meal deals, be a bit healthier. But I mean, if you think about it, future of Hertz could be a wee bit like a meal deal, eh? You know, three pound buys you all the elements a successful lunch, sandwiches, crisps, and a juice. Now, if we could bring a, together, a, you know, a similar trifecta in Robin Nielsen. Craig Gordon and potentially Davy Weir, wouldn't it just be lunchtime we owned it be? All the meal times, you know. I mean right. when I'm saying meal times always they're like yeah, I can I mean like trophies like Scotch Cups and that. Right. that that would be nice, Jolly. Uh, and on that note, are you happy to see Craig Gordon sign back for us? Over the moon, absolutely over the moon. You know, I could have could agree when I found out I didn't like because tears do show on a grey sweatshirt, but you know, <laughs> I do have one worry, you know, one slight worry is that last time he was at the Hertz, you know, I remember he was a bit humming at the kick and he put a lot of bars on the main stand roof. Now, we've rebuilt that stand since then and, you know, <laughs> if he does that now, some poor bugger's going to be right in the firing line, you know, wearing a pie or badly scalded by a roasting hot drink, you know, it could be dangerous. That's a good point. You should probably raise that to the club, Jolly. They better put some protection in the way. Well, aye, but more stewards. No, no, we, we definitely don't need more stewards going up those bloody steps. No. <laughs> no, uh, your favourite, no. <laughs> no, not at all. Jolly, understand um, you've prepared something for us tonight. What's this then? Well, I just, I just want to ask a question to the rest of the, rest of the lads, you know, and mm-hmm. I still want to just say, you know, I think what you're doing is great, you know. 
fantastic. But I think having a platform like this, you know, we should be used to shine a light on the big philosophical questions of our time, you know, we get right to the hearts of the matter. So I think bearing that in mind, gents, I want to know for you, your start bench Bozeman for chippy pizza and kebab. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll go first then. So start pizza. When you say chippy, what do you mean? Like just anything from the chippy? Well, I guess, I mean, like a chippy place, a kebab place and a pizza place. <laughs> but it can't be a chippy that does kebabs, obviously. Because that's cheating. <laughs> I didn't put one up the back like Ken. I'd go pizza, kebab, and then just plain chippy. You've been the chippy. Chippy's away free agent somewhere else. Like <laughs> mad. Aye. You're a nutcase. I've got to agree with Simon. I, I, I love kebabs. Nice big Donna kebab wrap. I'd start that. I'd bench pizza. Just two of my favourite things. So I'd, uh, I'd send the chippy packing as well. Bold. It's bold. I'd be kebab, bench chippy, and the pizza can go away. Oof. Controversial party. Uh, start chippy, bench pizza, and get the kebab on the Bozeman link. Yeah, I think that's where I'd go as well, Hammy. I think you're, no. you're a man of my own help, you know. We'd probably put the bakers above the author, wouldn't we? Absolutely. <laughs> nice. And that's all we've got time for this week, folks. Many thanks to Simon, Paddy, Hammy, and Jolly Jambo for your time this week. Um, if you've enjoyed the show, please do, do please do tell your friends, your family, and even your extended family all about it. And don't be shy to spread the good word on social media. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at hearts underscore podcast. And don't forget to follow or subscribe however you are listening. So until next time, keep your ear to the ground and we'll see you again soon. Da, 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 da. Young hearts <laughs> run free, run free. Never <laughs> be hung up like my man and me. Hearts, 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 hearts.